Hello and welcome to the Always Hungry Book Podcast. My name is Chef Kenzie Osborne and today I'm really excited. We're going to be talking about one of my all-time favorite quick and easy tips and if you've taken any of my classes you know that this is pretty much my motto and what I live by and yes I really do think this should be on a t-shirt at some point but essentially the my go-to quick and easy tip is when in doubt blend it out. Uh, Since culinary school I think I have just become attached to my blender. I can't really go a day without my immersion blender. I don't actually own a food processor or a regular high power blender. Everything that I do, every recipe that I make is always with my immersion blender. Now before we get into all the good tips and tricks uh, and how I use my immersion blender, I just want to say that these tips are from our course quick and easy part one, speeding up our rest or speeding up your recipes class. And so that can be purchased on our website at alwayshungrybook.com or doctor spelled D-R David Ludwig.com. So head on over to our website if you like this podcast and check out some of the classes that we have. Uh, again, this one is from our quick and easy easy part one speeding up your recipes class all right let's actually get into the good stuff here uh so let's talk about an immersion blender um the first thing that I love about an immersion blender honestly is that it is quite a small appliance it doesn't take up a lot of room in your kitchen uh it is a budget-friendly option in comparison to high power blenders or food processors and I personally find that it can do pretty similar function uh to a food processor or a high power blender. As I said before, I actually don't own those other uh, kitchen equipment utensils. Um, I just own an immersion blender and it does everything that I need to do. So I use it in, uh, you know, in the most simple form. I use it to make soups, uh, to make mashed potatoes, which is used in our shepherd's pie topping. It's a mix of white cannellini beans and cauliflower, which is such a delicious replacement for mashed potatoes. Uh, It's so tasty. So if you haven't checked out that mashed potatoes recipe definitely go ahead and do so i'll also use an immersion blender for making sauces uh, our basic mayonnaise which is always hungry page 259 that's another really tasty one um hummus or bean based dips or pates and uh also our cheesy pinto bean dip i will certainly use an immersion blender for that as well So those are the simple recipes that I will use an immersion blender for. There's lots of different applications uh, to using it, but I am going to go through a couple of very specific recipes that I will make using an immersion blender, especially on those busy work days when I'm running around from place to place and I need something in my body, I need fuel, but I just don't have any time to cook. Uh, I will use my trust 
trusty immersion blender, a couple leftovers, and I'll make something happen. So let's start off with talking about breakfast. So a really great breakfast is a smoothie or a power shake. And we have lots of different recipes on our blog and in both of our books, Always Hungry and Always Delicious, for different power shakes uh, and smoothies. Now, what I like to do just to have something in my fridge for a backup is I'll put the fruit and any sort of nut butter or protein powder, the majority of the ingredients, I will put in a mason jar and I'll place that in my fridge and just store it there for the week. In the morning, if I feel like having a power shake, I'll just simply add milk and then use an immersion blender to blend it up real fast. And then I can take that mason jar with me on the go uh, as an on-the-go breakfast, or I can just serve that and have that at my desk at home. So that takes about two minutes in the morning. I love using an immersion blender for it because I feel like I don't have to lug out a giant blender or a food processor, though I'm not sure who uses a food processor to make smoothies, but I don't have to worry about lugging out a big giant blender. I just simply use my immersion blender uh, and, and I'm good to go. Now, moving on over to lunch, I do like to make instant soups uh, with my immersion blender. So I'll share two different recipes that I'll usually go to, and then I'll add in different things uh, depending on what I have in my fridge or how I'm feeling that day to make the soup a little bit different. So the first one is going to be a mix of a half of a cup of canned coconut milk. That's going to be your source of fat. Uh, It's also going to add a delicious creamy and rich flavor and texture to your soup. So I'll blend that half of a cup of coconut milk with one cup of leftover roasted vegetables. You could use leftover roasted red pepper for a roasted red pepper soup. You could do roasted leftover broccoli uh, or cauliflower anything at all. Um, Actually, one of my favorites that I recently made was I used a cup of leftover, uh, I had leftover curry spiced carrots. And so that made a coconut curry carrot soup. Say that five times fast. Um, And that was really tasty. So to the uh, half of a cup of canned coconut milk and one cup of leftover roasted vegetables, I'll also add in a half of a cup of white beans and I'll blend that all together. Now what this is going to do is it's going to make a really thick soup. It could even serve as a dip. And then what you'll add to that is either chicken stock or vegetable stock um, or a little bit of extra milk until you reach the desi- your desired consistency. So obviously the more liquid you add, the thinner the soup is going to become. The less you add, it's more going to be a very thick soup. Just keep in mind that this recipe, it has the coconut milk, the roasted vegetables, and the white beans. It does not contain a protein. So usually what I'll add to it is a little bit of shredded chicken or some rotisserie chicken or a few meatballs that I usually have sitting around in the freezer. Um, And if I don't have either of those, I will add in some edamame or some tofu. 
And so you have a few different options there. If you are looking for just a soup and you just want to blend everything out, then add some silken tofu or firm tofu and you can blend that right in. Just be mindful that when you add tofu to a recipe, it's going to increase the volume and it's not going to add any flavor. So you'll need to increase the amount of spices and seasonings that you use. For example, if I was doing this recipe, with the coconut milk, the curry roasted uh, carrots, the white beans, and I was adding tofu into that, I would add more either curry paste or curry powder um, to my recipe to make that curry flavor a little bit stronger. I might even top it off with some crumbled cashews uh, or unsweetened shredded coconut just for a bit of a textural contrast and again just enhancing that flavor a little bit more. The second soup that I do like to make uh, is made, it's, it's made with avocado for the fat and the creaminess there. And then it's a cup of leftover roasted green vegetables. So I'll either use broccoli or asparagus, or sometimes I will just use uh, frozen and thawed green peas. Now that's a phase two uh, vegetable there, but you can certainly use that. I find that makes a really nice sweet and creamy soup actually. The green peas do lend themselves really well to be blended with that avocado. And then I'll usually season it with some fresh basil and I'll thin out the soup with some chicken or vegetable stock. So again, that's one avocado with one cup of leftover vegetables uh, and then chicken or vegetable stock. Uh, until you reach your desired consistency and flavoring it with some fresh basil. Blend that all together and if you would like to add a bit of roasted garlic or roasted onion to that as well, uh, if you have that lying around or left over, then that can be a great addition. Similar to the last one, this does, you do need to add a few extra things to make a complete meal. So you'll need a protein and a slow carbohydrate. You could add some white beans, you could blend that into the soup. Um, you could serve it with a little bit of falafel if you wanted. Uh, you could even serve it with a grain-free waffle and kind of use that grain-free waffle as a dip in place of bread. And then you'll need a protein. So that could be some shredded chicken. Uh, for this one, I find it does go quite well with leftover roasted salmon if you have that. So it's like an avocado and asparagus soup with some leftover roasted salmon or even smoked salmon works quite well. Or if you have some leftover meatballs, that works well. And the last recommendation that I have for this one would be actually blending or just mixing edamame into that soup. That can make a really tasty meal. All right, so that is just me getting started. We went over how to use an immersion blender to make some smoothies, some great on-the-go mason jar smoothies. And we also talked a little bit about making your own quick and easy soups just with a few leftover ingredients and, uh, and your trusty immersion blender. So if you want to learn more, then check out When in Doubt, Blended Out Part 2 because there are so many more 
more things that we can blend in this world to make delicious meals. And once again, check out uh, alwayshungrybook.com or doctor spelled D-R, davidludwig.com uh, to check out our using leftovers and cooking for one class or our quick and easy classes. Uh, they're all on the classes tab, so check that out. Uh, be sure to follow Chef Don Ludwig and at Chef Kenzie Osborne on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you make any of these delicious meals, then please share them with us on our Facebook group, which is Always Hungry Book. That is the name of the group. Thank you for listening, and I hope to talk to you again soon.